Hope Confessionals is uncut, a marriage of the raw, decadent, and unconventional. This pulp friction literary barrage will leave no one unscathed. Come along on this literary joyride of the Berlin that is just beneath the surface and has always been so expertly hidden until now. Hope Confessionals is a verbal slap, full throttle ride of an expose on Berlin through the eyes of its current underground artists as they spiral through an era unlike any other. Delve into the full-scale assault on the underground scene in Berlin that guarantees to rocket you into all the hottest venues, the most essential it places, as you are guided along by the very trendsetters that are shaking up the art scene today. Enter at your own risk. If they make it, there will be no one to say they didn't deserve it. If they don't, there is no if. When will it occur? When will the stars align for these stars to shine? Flip the pages and find out. Enter their world as they claw their way through the city of the moment, Berlin. The unfathomable, imagined. A place of no rules and no boundaries. A city where there is no sexual divide. Metrosexual, bisexual, yes. Gay or straight, not a chance. In a city where every language is spoken, there is only one that transcends them all. Everyone speaks ho. How fab is your vocabulary? Theron, aka the Negro, is an American artist in Berlin on a mission. Not to survive, to thrive. This is his story. Through his eyes, as a member of one of Berlin's noted performance clans, the Wonderho Nation, encountered the strange and the sublime, puts to words as only he can. Whatever the setting, there is always a story to tell. From the erotic to the exotic, to the raw and heartfelt, Every aspect of life is covered with a touch of cynicism and caustic wit. Every hoe has a story to tell. This is theirs. Join them on a wild and raucous ride, if you dare. Welcome to the Hoe Confessionals. Short stories featuring tales of trickery, lust connections, love profusions, and the daily grind that can be most unkind. Enter New Berlin. Enter Hoe Confessionals. Think running with scissors meets confederacy of dunces. These excerpts are taken from the forthcoming novels, Ho Confessionals. Definition 1. American English slang taken from the word homage with the twist of a French spelling to imply prestige and class not to be confused with ho. 2. A literary nod to Josephine Baker one of the most famous American expatriate artists of her time and the godmother of the Wonder Ho Nation. 3. Verb to have gorgeous sex with sinister style. Verbal Slap number 46. Whether my cup is half empty or half full, you still want to have a sip.
close my eyes to recite this soliloquy as I travel towards lands distant and foreign to me. I fear not the unknown, my strength filled to the core from the joy, their essence, which leave me thirsty for more. Our hearts beat in grand syncopation. In every way the powers that be may bless. What say ye to the wonder whole nation? Say yes, say yes, say yes. Chapter 16, Writers, Cockblock. I knew that title would get the attention of true hoes, and he did try, but that is not even the half of it. Strap on your dildos, hoes. You're going to be in for a very bumpy ride. I raced home to meet my 315. Of course, I'm on time and able to quickly transform my flat into a trick paradise. He arrives at 3.30. After a few minutes of introduction, he states, I'm a Berliner. That explains the tardiness. We jumped right into round one, and I was good to hoe. And so, apparently, was he. It wasn't until round three that Giorgio had a confession I obviously missed. I'm usually active, he says, leaning over the side of my bed as I hold his head precariously. Yeah, right, I say to myself as I bend him over. There's nothing worse than a bottom in denial, and I intend to fuck the doubt right out of him. And to paraphrase Moses, let my penis go. God, or the whole goddesses, must have heard my pleas, for Giorgio's phone rang, and I took this opportunity to dislodge myself from him and roll a joint. I needed something to slow him down, if it was at all possible. We were already past round three, and he had made no hint about leaving. This could be a long, lustful night, and so far we had not even taken a break sufficient enough for me. After a few puffs, I managed to block out the banter behind me as I thought of all the errands I had intended to do today. Hell, I needed to get my laptop upgraded. Do you like three ways? Giorgio asked me, smiling into my eyes as he massaged my back. Was my trick trying to trick me? This was a loaded question. If I said no, I'd be labeled a prude, thereby possibly decreasing my odds of a return visit. If I said yes, I might not survive the rest of the night. But before I answered, I thought to myself, is it nighttime already? How long had he been here? I may have to delve into my trick reserves. But then I concentrated on the task at hand. There's a story here. So, to paraphrase Nancy Reagan, just say, maybe. Sometimes, I said, and left it at that, waiting for more information before I answered definitively. A rule of trick etiquette? Always checkmate the date.
It's very nice, he said. Of course it would be nice if I were involved. I'm a goddamn professional. It had already been nice, that I could say. But how much further was I willing to hoe? The question I posed to myself, how much lust did I care to give? Sure, why not, I replied, all in the name of research. Apparently, I was willing to venture just a little bit further down the yellow trick road. Research hoes, research. By the time Slutlana arrived, I learned enough information to know I was possibly, maybe, getting in over my head. But what the hell? I was doing this for art's sake. Writer's block can be a bitch, and I intended to cure mine. I have not been fucked in over four years, Giorgio offered again as he massaged my feet. I am usually active. That explained a lot, since he had obviously waited far too long. Better late than never, I suppose. Trick etiquette, always let bottoms in denial, vent, feel their pain to an extent. It makes them more receptive in bed. As Giorgio and I awaited Slutlana, I received the massage I'd been waiting ages for. It was not until later that I realized that his hands and digits would be all over my 2000 parts, all of them. Slutlana arrived and immediately made herself at home. We were already undressed and soon, so was she, quickly down to her black thong and nothing else. Do you have anything to drink? She asked, standing at the foot of the bed, staring at us. In my kitchen. Go ahead, make yourself at home, I said. If I had known a Russian was coming, I would have at least stocked some stoli. Giorgio and I continued on, and she returned with my bottle of red wine, which was nearly full. She drank right out of the bottle, smiling at us. Ghetto Russians? I was in lust already. Still, errands and a sense of duty ran through my mind. I was supposed to have dinner with gob sausage tonight. What would be my explanation? Writer's block? I discreetly reached for my whole satchel and swallowed a Viagra pill. This was one of those breaking case of emergency whole fiascos. And with two members of the former Soviet bloc in my bed, things were more than likely just heating up and I wanted to be prepared. Besides, it was not necessary to come, but repeated failed attempts at reproduction were going to be in order. I was in Russia at play in the field of the whores. What's worse than a bottom in denial? A sex-starved girlfriend so deprived that one round of real sex sans dildo knocks her out cold. And that is exactly what happened as Slutlana managed around with both of us, then excused herself to my red sofa where she watched from a distance briefly before passing out near an empty bottle of my wine. Maybe it was the red wine. I can't take all the credit for her whole coma. Whatever it was, Slutlana was out hot. 
and now I would have to contend alone with her far hornier half. Let's her pass out, I thought to myself, for apparently we had all night, one down, one to hoe. And Giorgio began with another massage, and I tried to manage a way to clench my ass without letting on that I was not interested in that. For Giorgio had been allowed to change the rules of our engagements already. Our intended mid-afternoon romp had evolved into a sex marathon complete with dildos and Russian sluts. These things I could accept. In fact, I welcomed them. Why the fuck not? The whore, the merrier. But some things, some things, some things were non-negotiable. I had played along with their dildo charade, positioning myself in the middle and shifting my weight from one ass to another, but not excited in the least. Instead, my mind drifted. I wondered, when was the last time her other hole had experienced the real thing? Giorgio's repeated attempts at one of my no-no holes answered my question. I was not appreciative of his turkey-based theatrics. Past readers know all too well. I fucked turkey, not the other way around. Because of the multiple massages he'd given me over the course of the night, apparently, Giorgio felt he had received permission to access any of my areas. Not so fast. Ausgang nur. That's right, exit only. Rule of trick etiquette, always know how you like your bread buttered, hoes. I personally like most of my butter on one side. But winter is choosing season, and who wants to get left out in the cold? I had to at least feign interest, somewhat, if I wanted to summon up the dynamic ho duo in the future. Giorgio had told me they lived about 10 blocks up from me. That was the perfect location. They were far enough away that I didn't have to share a supermarket with them and possibly see them at the checkout lane, but close enough that if the mood struck me, I could invoke a classic fucking flea from my house to theirs without wearing thermal underwear. Some people call it strategy. I call it honalysis. Giorgio tried and tried. A few times, he even pried. But I resisted him slyly every time. As it turns out, it was merely foreplay and not what he really wanted. Moments later, Giorgio flipped over to quench the clinch. Just as I was about to come, Giorgio got up and out of the bed where he repositioned himself over the wall. Fuck me, he ordered. Russians are so demanding. His command and my wish, however, were one and the same, at least for the first three walls. By the time we got to the kitchen walls, I wished I could come so he could then see I was physically disinterested. Goddamn side effects. In a whole panic, I faked an orgasm quickly pulled off the condom and dropped it into the pile near my bed. 
my previously released tracks would throw him off the track. He'd never know the difference. I coaxed Giorgio back to the bed to lie down next to me. Immediately, he was all over me like a wild man. Like a man that had not had that kind of sex in four years. In four years. The odds were ostensibly stacked against me. But in situations like this, is one really losing? Earlier in the week, I told Holly I had not written anything in over a week. I couldn't wait to get pen to paper once these lust birds took flight and left my flat. I was back. And soon, so was Giorgio, back into the crack of my ass with his tongue. Interesting. He was sucking me off with only a condom on, yet he was licking my ass without saran wrap. Wonders never cease, and Giorgio showed no signs of slowing down. Rule of trick etiquette. Insatiable sluts must be paced, or else everyone in the bed suffers. Let's wake her up and make us something to eat, I suggested, craning my neck around. Hmm, maybe we can order something. Giorgio rubbed my calf. I think it's too late to order something, I said, looking over for my alarm clock. Sure enough, it was nearing one in the morning. Do you want to be alone? We can leave if you want, Giorgio said after I told him the time. If I want, if I want. Now the decision to hurl myself deeper into this sexual Bermuda Triangle rested solely on my shoulders. What could I do? Readers were depending on me to deliver, and I'd hate to let them down. I took one look at Giorgio on my bed and slut Lana on my couch, and I played my whole hand. Wake her up after I start cooking this schnitzel. Usually, snacks and drinks were sufficient for my tricks, but with these two, I needed the energy meat would provide me and carbs, lots of them. I cooked fries and made banana smoothies as my guests rustled in my bedroom. So the food was high in caloric content. In the wintertime, a little extra cushion for the pushing was to be expected. The smell of food must have awakened her, for Sladlana was back in my bed when I returned, sitting on the edge, one leg dangling. I sat their plates on the coffee table and began to roll dessert. As I worked under the candlelight, I looked Slutlana up and down, and then asked her the question not many could ask her. Why do you dye your blonde hair brown? I asked as I studied a carpet that didn't match the drapes. I get bored. Everyone in my family is blonde, she said, nibbling on a fry. I guess there aren't many in Russia that look like me. How do you think I would do? I asked her. You wouldn't make it out alive, she teased putting her left hand on my thigh. If I must die, I'll take it like that, I replied back. Besides, I'm doing all right for myself now. I think I'm holding my own. Take that, slut. I take my trickery seriously. It's early, Stutlana grinned, gliding her fingers up to my hip. For you, maybe. We've been at it for a full eight 
nine hours, and I do mean full, I went. I think it's early for all of us, Giorgio added. Fuck. I'd been double teamed, outvoted. Three ways may sound sexy, and they usually are, but they take a lot of work. An idle hand is an abomination in the Book of Ho. Posture and breathing are crucial to ensure you look as sexy as possible without choking to death. Menage I Ochos are far easier. Don't ask. Sladlana was back for what turned out to be a brief blast of skankery. It seemed she was a Russian with stamina issues. No matter, as Giorgio and I made up the slack. Finally, he came and we all passed out with me sandwiched in between. Buoyed by the green sugar, my mind drifted once again. I was nestled between satin skin in front and a grisly beard on my backside. Some people are couples. I have them. When we all woke up in the late morning, Giorgio still had his hand placed firmly on my crotch. Ho intuition told me it had been there the entire night. What time is it? Slutlana asked me, jostling in my bed. Almost noon, I said, looking at my clock on the windowsill. We have to go soon, Giorgio said. Let me make you some coffee, I offered. Anything that would accelerate this departure. You brought your bike inside? I yelled back into the bedroom as I came across Giorgio's blue 10 speed in my hallway. Yeah, while you were sleeping, he replied. So his hand had left my chocolate salties a few minutes during the night. I stand corrected. By the time I'd returned, Sledlana had repacked her bag as neatly as she'd arrived with it, and Giorgio had on underwear for the first time in nearly 24 hours. Soon, all that remained were their clothes. They quickly dressed and brushed their teeth. These sluts have brought two brushes. Now that is a professional. After a quick once over in my mirror, Sladlana and Giorgio had satisfied their vanity enough to leave my apartment and venture back into the real world. I mean, Berlin. As soon as the door closed, I tore into my tablet. This was practically writing itself. Late afternoon and my cell phone rings. Hello, ho white. I chuckled into my phone. What's up, Wonder Ho? Why are you laughing? You'll read all about it, I reply. I finally put pen to paper again. Writer's block cured. You have been listening to Ho Confessionals. Follow me on social media on Twitter at Tristan212, Facebook, Ho Confessionals, or official Verbal Slaps, and the website, verbalslaps.com, where you can leave a small donation and support. Good morning, good day, good evening, goodbye.